Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we're going to be talking about a few of the things going around in the community and just to touch on a few things just to make sure you guys are kept up to date with the latest Sea of Thieves news. All that and more in this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. Hey, patrons, you guys are awesome. I love you so much. And thank you for supporting the Keel Hauled podcast. Uh, I'm going to read off your names because you deserve it, not because I have to. And I love you for that. So thank you. Bentley Beaver, Chateau Neuf, Chris Horn, Cosmic Johnson, El Jefe Esteban, Trickster, Jabaro5, Kazia the Robe, Lumpy SRQ, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox, Mike29, Munchie, Regis Stella, Rust Belt Kid, TN Professor, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Davrum TV, Fergatron, Straw Hat Connor, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you again so much. If you want to become a patron, you can head over to Keelhauled Podcast uh, and take a look at these show notes, or you can just head over to patreon.com forward slash Keelhauled Podcast to sign up and get your name on the podcast, join in in some of the watch uh, sessions that we have, and the community episode at the end of the month for the Gold Hoarder tier. Thank you all so much. I love you. Let's get into the show. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Welcome to the Sea of Thieves Plunder Games. That's right. All the things that you could imagine that you would want to see at a monster truck rally not happening because those aren't invented yet. It's Sea of Thieves. It's pirates. It's blowing sharks up with a keg because that's the event we have. Let the games end. So here we are. We are playing through the plunder games. Uh, Pirates Life update has been amazing it's been fantastic it's the biggest update we've had uh it's in on comparison with the anniversary update with emissaries it's it's the most content we've probably seen in a very long time and i just i I feel like i've kind of worked through it i feel like we've all kind of worked through it in fact i feel like we're ready to move on to the next big thing but unfortunately we're not quite there yet we are still still working on trying to get through season three and i am really happy that we got all of the content when we did i feel like if it had been piecemealed out to us uh tall tale by tall tale by tall tale it probably would have been a little uh more infuriating although it would have been amazing as a content creator having weekly content to uh to talk about and stuff instead of uh feeling like i've got everything and it's all front loaded and that's that's how i have to go about it but uh you know for now it's fine um we're, we're going to keep pushing through it. Uh, I've got a few folks coming on. Hopefully for the rest of the week, uh, I'm going to be chatting with them. But I figured now would be a good enough time to talk about the Plunder Games. Um, how did it hit? It is an event. I'm going to treat it like a regular event that you would any other event in Sea of Thieves and talk about it. Um, it's been something that I talked about last episode where we kind of broke down uh, or actually last two episodes where we've been breaking down kind of what's been going on. It is now August 8th. Uh, the Olympics have ended. We now have a full eight days to be working on the rest of these uh, plunder game different achievements. Um, each of them, again, worth 9,999 gold, uh, as odd as that is. And not sure why it can't be a around around ten thousand. <laughs> it's dumb. I'm gonna let go of that. I promise. I haven't really done a whole lot of these. Uh, I haven't really been playing a whole lot because if I'm being 
100% honest with myself and with you, uh, this is not a compelling enough thing for me to go do in Sea of Thieves. Um, I'm already renowned 100. Uh, I barely hit that the other day because, like most of you should know by now, I take my plunder pass uh, very casually because we've got, <laughs> we got a bit of time to work on that. So I've, I rounded off uh, renowned level 100 by going through the maiden voyage. Uh, it was nice to to actually do that because I haven't I haven't actually done that this season and I like to do it once a season. And when I realized that I was on level 99 of my renown and I hadn't actually completed the maiden voyage, it seemed kind of strange. Like I had to get it in before uh, I hit 100. But I do have the figurehead now. I've got the the cosmetics. It's it's amazing. They're beautiful. I I love them. Uh, I can't wait to see like what season four has in store for us. We're still still about six to seven weeks out um, from that. Actually, ironically enough, I was in the Xbox events tab uh, because I was I saw a video the other day where I was like, hey, if you like events and you want to keep up on games, head over to the events tab uh, for your Xbox and you can see different things that are going on with the games that you want to be interested in, upcoming events. And A Pirate's Life was scheduled to end on September 16th. So if I if I do the math right, that should be when the next season begins, which will be right in the middle of a ledger uh emissary rewards thing. It's right in the middle of that. So I don't think that the uh that the ledgers are going to swap over, um, which is is weird, but I think that with season four starting in October, we will get the new rewards uh that should be coming as a result of the new season. So kind of plan for that. Make sure you guys are getting out there. You're you're checking your emissary ledgers. You're making sure that you're working on the ones that you still need the cosmetics for if you haven't already done that. Uh, I just noticed the other day I got the achievement, uh, not the commendation, but the achievement for hitting grade five or the highest tier five times in a row uh, since I'd, I'd been slacking on that since uh, those came out. Um, and I realized there wasn't anything outside of the achievement to tie into that. I kind of put that back on the the back burner once we didn't get any new cosmetics for it but now that we have new cosmetics it's worth jumping in and actually working on those ledgers uh to make sure that i get all the new cosmetics because i don't want to miss out on those i don't know if they're ever coming back um well actually no i don't have to worry about that because they just stick around and you miss out and you're always behind if you don't um so with getting back to what i was talking about earlier plunder games is going on it's an event that is uh, essentially just kind of stuff that we're used to doing it's it's stuff that we saw last year with the summer games um and and we did something very akin to what we're doing right now um i think last year was a little better thought it was a little weird that it was coming around this time um we're starting to get right now into what i feel is a cadence with certain events uh it feels like we're doing the thing that i i wanted to do a forever ago uh, a long time ago i came up with the the thought that we have all of these bilge rat ad adventures and they are not being reused in any way uh they're not being capitalized on um this is essentially them but instead of them bringing back the actual bilge rat adventure they're bringing back aspects of some of those with a couple others and they are using those as the the uh, kind of uh, meat and potatoes for these uh, more lighter events. And I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I can live with not feeling pressured to be in the game all the time uh, working on events. Uh, it's nice to have something where 
I'm just kind of relaxing or that I don't necessarily need to actually play the game. In fact, like I mentioned earlier, I was being 100% honest. I haven't been playing the game. I just finished up Jedi Fallen Order. And before you get on me, I know it's been on Game Pass a while. It's been out for even longer. I picked it up when there was an accessibility update that came out about six months after launch. And I dug into some of the settings. And as much as I was playing through it, I was having a good time. I was still getting into some pressure against some of the, the actual uh, controls. I still think the controls for that game are really weird. But I worked on that um, this weekend. And I wanted to finish up that game. And, and I've been working on uh, cleaning out the rest of the achievements for that so that I can put it to rest so that when, you know, Fed Fallen Order or Jedi Fallen Order 2 comes out, I can see how the rest of Cal Kest's story goes on. But this is a Sea of Thieves podcast. You probably don't care, but man, is that a, it's a really good game. Plus, I know a bunch of other people who've been jumping into other games uh, like uh, Kylia from the, the Discord and with Destination Indie. She's been playing a lot of Manhunter, uh, which is also on... Um, on on game pass and aptly named considering the the uh the current situation with social media and the games industry in a whole uh wouldn't mind joining her on that but um other than that and dealing with a whole bunch of activision blizzard uh stress i i've been kind of hanging hanging off of cthes lately um haven't really had too much reason to really jump in and mostly because I don't have uh, folks that I'm jumping in with right now. I'm sure if somebody asked me during a time when I was available, I would probably say yes uh, and let's jump in. But not too many people uh, have really bothered me to to like let me know that they're ready to sail. A lot of people want to you know sail with me, but it's never one of those like, hey, are you, you doing anything right now kind of things. So haven't really had much reason to jump in to Sea of Thieves. And I don't really feel like I'm missing much because with the Plunder games, uh, we are essentially just getting gold uh, as, as a return, which is nice. It's not necessarily, you know, the, the, the biggest thing in the world, but I'm also okay with that. Uh, so I, I wanted to ask the community and thank you to everyone that replied. Uh, I'm going to be breaking these down because I wanted to get your guys' feedback on this because it's um, something that feels like everyone kind of has the same the same feeling of it uh it's it's a little bit of yay and nay uh so i put on twitter see if these plunder games uh are you enjoying them yes or no and leave your thoughts uh 35 of the people that voted said yes they are enjoying them 64 percent said no and some of the responses that i got in um kind of felt like they were a little bit of yes and no so cj super pack said uh, sort of in the middle the gold for doing fairly simple slash straightforward things yes but the event itself feels more like a daily missions being extended so in that respect no uh x-ray lex mentioned is there any uh it, it's an easy distraction for uh and he says ten thousand. i'm gonna correct him and just put the nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine gold uh because it's it's just that it's that one thing that's that's like poking at me every time it's like a jab in the in the ribs you know it always you're like god you know uh he says has me doing a few things that i don't normally do mike xbox mike 29 came on says done a few mostly by accident i've not bothered with them as i'm already renowned 100 and you might hear this uh uh from other people as well too 
and I'm using this time to enjoy some other games on Game Pass while I can, which is a really good point. You know, we still have some time between the now and the next season. I think it's a great time for you to be jumping on Game Pass, download some of the games that you haven't been playing or you've been wanting to be uh, playing. But with Sea of Thieves being your main game, if there's nothing going on right now, it's a it's an opportune moment for us to either stock up on cash and wait for the next dump of cosmetics to jump in so we can buy those or pick up some of the remaining ones that you haven't or to work on uh, commendations. That's actually the, the times that I have been sailing have actually been working towards specific commendations. I've been working more on some of the ones in my Athena, uh, trying to get some some cargo crates as well as some animals uh, carted around for the Merchant Alliance. I've also been uh, every time, I don't know if you guys have this or not, but every time on, I'm on my Xbox and it goes into the idle animation, it always pops up with that side menu that tells me the achievements that I'm really close to. And as I was going through them, I was really annoyed because uh, there's a few of them that I'm really, really close to. And it's like 90%, but it's the ones where it's like complete 250 Order of Souls voyages. And I'm like, do you know how long it takes to complete those last 50 commendation or voyages, Mr. Commendation? Like that achievement is great, but that is that is a lot of time to sink in for that quote unquote 90%. If we're talking just time. So I've been trying to work on those because I'm I'm sick of my Xbox uh mocking me every time I go on idle. Like I'm I've I'm almost to the point where I'm gonna start a timer just to make sure I know when the idle is about to pop up so I can hit the the controller while I'm working on whatever else I'm working on so that it doesn't sit there and taunt me with a, hey, by the way, you only have uh, 80 miles left to sail as uh, on an Athena voyage if you want to knock that out. And I'm like, yeah, sure, 80 miles to sail. That's not long. That's only like, I don't know, eight hours worth of sailing. So <laughs> I'm trying to work on those during this Plunder Games event because the Plunder Games event isn't compelling enough content not that it has to be but it should be interesting for some folks uh, a lot of folks have just been going out and doing their own thing and working on other stuff and that's totally fine so getting back to some of the responses for the plunder games uh chris uh hickson who's a, a patron as well very very supportive uh, i appreciate the effort and the fact that a lot of the completions will come from everyday gameplay. I won't be bothered if I don't get around to 100% finished, and I appreciate the free gold while we wait for the next big thing. It seems like a very common uh, feature or, or comment from a lot of people. Uh, Evil Morpheus writes in, I voted yes because it's nice to get gold for doing things naturally in the game, but I think there should be more to keep people engaged with the game, exclamation mark. Feels like it was thrown together last minute. And it, it does. It feels like it's something that they kind of, you know, got a bullet, bullet proof, or not a bulletproof. What am I trying to say? A bullet list of the things that they know that they've got in the events. And they they crashed them together and they they kit bashed this event and tacked it onto the Olympian uh, uh, games that are going on uh, or well finishing up. Um, so it, it's it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. And I know that not everything has to be you know the best event in the world. Um, Josie Reutzen says uh, I only voted no because it's not enough to keep me wanting to play after reaching level 100 in the season. Although it is nice to go about doing my own thing and accidentally getting 9,999 gold for stuff like blowing up skellies. 
I agree. Uh, let's see. Trickster wrote in, said most of them are already daily deeds that you do. I think they could have been a little more creative with them. I'm in 100% agreement with there. Uh, some of these are interesting and some of these are, are a little bit tough. Like I'll, I'll for example, we'll talk about uh, one of the ones that I think is amazingly easy to do. Uh, be swift and nimble to defeat a shark using a gunpowder barrel. I saw on Twitter the other day, someone had gotten 12 barrels together and baited a shark into them uh, in the middle of Thieves Haven and sacrificed themselves uh, while someone else watched, which is a, that's a, that's a, you know, not going to, you know, you do you if that's what you like to watch and uh, decided to, to bait the shark in to do it that way. Um, a lot of people have been just going about their normal day, but when you look at things like uh, running, jumping, or swimming for loot until you have five chests hoarded at once. Super simple. Super, super simple. Ones that I think are tough that are actually kind of interesting. Uh, celebrate the end of the plunder games by drinking with another crew while at an outpost. Not always the easiest to find another crew out there willing to go to an outpost with you. Because let's be honest, if World of Warcraft goblins are accurate, time is money, friend. And this is one thing where you have to convince a crew who hasn't already done it that you need to, you know, if you want 9,999 gold, that, <laughs> that you can go to an outpost and actually get this. Um, so, yeah. I guess uh, it, the, the last couple that I wanted to pull in here, thanks to the Discord uh, for, for giving some responses. Big Bad Pad, another community member, uh, wrote in, says, uh, feedback on the plunder games from a longstanding pirate. Meh. It's just a rehash of what's come before in a disguise. Don't get me wrong. For the horde of new player, newer players, it's probably a lot of fun trying to get some of these done. It was the first, time, first round for us old sea dogs. And the 9,900... And 99 gold per event isn't to be sniffed at, but I personally haven't been looking to get them all done. If a situation has presented itself, like blowing up a shark with a keg, then it's been done. But I haven't gone out to specifically do them for the fourth or fifth time. People's Republic also responded and says, I thought it was a throwaway event for those who had played more than a cycle. Much like the real Olympics, I'm sure the attendance and ratings were extremely low but some took joy in a few of the events. And yeah, I'm I'm actually with you guys on this. I I feel like it's a great way if you are looking to earn 9999 gold. Uh and if not, no big deal. You kind of move on and do your own thing. I really do hope that a lot of folks took the opportunity to kind of seek out some of those sought after commendations, some of the harder ones to get. I've been looking at the Merchant Alliance. I'll be 100% honest. I've been digging through the Merchant Alliance achievements and looking at seeing what are the most rare. Like there are a few out there. For example, um, Black Powder Merchant, which is the one where you have to deliver the cannonball crates, I believe, on time. Uh, I believe that one has a completion of 0.01% of the Sea of Thieves population have completed that achievement and trying to see if I can make it a point to work on those because I kind of like the idea of having those super rare achievements uh, and I'm kind of curious how everyone else's achievements look um, if you if you were to find your most rare achievement what is the most rare 
achievement, the one that has been uh, accomplished by the fewest number of pirates out there. I think right now my best is 0.02%. And uh, I believe that is, uh, no, I think that is the Black Powder Merchant. I think that was the, the one. I think the one I was thinking about earlier was actually completing 250 Merchant Alliance voyages. And I think that one was the one that was 0.01% completion. So definitely a lot of people don't like doing Merchant Alliance. So I think if, if you're going to do anything for these plunder games, forget the plunder games. Don't worry about those. Find a commendation or an achievement that is really well or hard to do. Something that only, only a true athlete would be able to, a top tier athlete would be able to accomplish and work on that during the, the, the next eight days. And let's see if we can get some of those uh, percentages a little bit higher because looking at the uh, the the achievements and the completion rates, 75% uh, of people have been able to go out on a ship and sail. You couldn't hear that clapping. It was the softest clapping I could possibly muster for that. It is the easiest thing to do next to chomping on a banana. So let's try and get some of those really hard commendations and achievements knocked out. You know, maybe you don't have your gold curse. What a, what a great way to celebrate the Olympics than getting the gold curse, the gold medal curse from the original tall tales go out and knock them all out you got to complete them all five times in a row you got to collect all of the journals in there there are a lot of journals but you do get a lot of commendations knocked out you get a lot of cosmetics rewarded for doing all of those and it's a really you know it's a sought after curse for a lot of people much like the pirate legend curse uh, that was in the Plunder Pass a uh, couple seasons ago or last season. I believe it was last season. Um, just a quick note on that. I, I did hear from Rare that they are still working on when they want to bring back some of those Plunder Bass or Plunder plunder Bass. Maybe that's a thing we need to have. Maybe we need to have a Plunder Pass that's dedicated just to Bass. I guess we would need Bass in the game first. Or maybe bass. Maybe there should be a plunder game just dedicated to music. I don't know. Dumb thoughts. But anyway, the, the plunder uh, pass cosmetics are being looked at. The original ones that came in the first and second season, they are looking to work in when they want to bring those to the game for the folks that missed out on them. And uh, also, I did hear that the charity event uh, for the Twycross Zoo went well, uh, and they're hopefully going to get the the numbers for how much was raised for that charity uh, soon, TM. Uh, so hopefully that'll be a good thing. Lots of things that are coming up on the horizon uh, that I wanted to let you guys know about. Before I do that, I'm going to take a quick drink and we're going to jump into the next topic. All right, pirates, we're back. And I wanted to give you guys some heads up on things that you might have missed over from Sea of Thieves. They've been tweeting a lot lately, and I wanted to give you a heads up on some of the things in case you wanted them. You never know. It's a weird time right now. Maybe you want a Sea of Thieves dad hat with a little Blue Horizon logo on a baseball cap. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing. If that's your thing, I am not going to tell you that it can't be your thing because it actually can. They, they're selling that. That's a thing that they're selling. So if you haven't seen, Rare is actually putting out a new seasonal collection based on the Blue Horizon 
set that is actually the set that's in the Plunder Pass right now for Season 3. You've probably seen it. It's very colorful. I actually really like it. I think they've done a great job with it. And they're taking the Galleon amongst... Well, actually, I don't know if it's a Galleon. It might be a Brigantine. It's really hard to tell, but it's two main sails. And it doesn't look like there's anything else to indicate that it could be a Brig, could be a Galleon. Who knows? Maybe they can tell me. And it is sailing into the horizon, the blue horizon. There's a couple of seagulls on some of them. And they've got some shirts out there and a mug and a dad hat for reasons if people wanted those. So I honestly think that you should probably be shooting for the uh, Mark of the Ocean deep stuff that came out last season, which has actually got two cross tridents with a uh, skull in the middle of it. I think that actually looks a lot better, if I'm being honest. But they also have the uh, seasonal collection for the Shroud Breaker. So if, you, if you're a fan of the Shroud Breaker, they've got some uh, the actual Shroud Breaker emblem. The one that if you if you look at the tall tale, it actually has the full uh, little idol looking relic. Uh, that symbol is available on some clothing as well, too. So head on over to raregames.store forward slash seasonal dash collection. I'm going to put the link in the show notes if you want to take a look at what I'm talking about. And uh, it does say that uh, you can get free deliveries for anything to the UK or the US for orders over 50 pounds or $50, which at this point is probably going to have to be a couple sweaters or a few T-shirts or uh, most well, most of the stuff is we're looking at 18 bucks per t-shirt uh, hat. The sweaters are generally about 35 bucks and the mugs are about 10 bucks. So you'd have to ogre, you'd, you have to get a lot of a lot of mugs if you wanted to get these shipped for free. So do expect a little shipping with that. The other thing that I want to let you know about Sea of Thieves has the uh, prime gaming content that is out now. You can get the uh, Ruby Splash Tail Hull Pack, which I really, I really don't know that we need to be doing the, the Ruby Splash Tail stuff. I I get that it's free for those that have Amazon Prime, and it's great that we're getting a little bit off of the back of Bezos. Uh, you know, make sure that you're using those Twitch Primes uh, subscriptions on your favorite streamer. Um, but yeah, oh man, they're the the uh, the Ruby Splash Tail, horrendous horrendous but you do get the knife trick emote which is actually one of the better emotes and i hate myself for saying this i've come around on emotes and they finally put out emotes that i really love i've been buying them all now and i hate myself for it because i said this was a terrible idea forever ago when they first started doing them i said they should focus more on cosmetics and not worry about emotes we have a ton of emotes already and they added more wheels and now I have a lot of them and I don't know why, but that's what I'm doing. So I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be holding off on buying anymore if they start sticking them into this uh, prime gaming thing. Just a heads up. This is something that's actually been going on for a while. And we actually still have quite a few of these uh, prime things going on for, for a bit now. So uh, the next Twitch drops, we don't know because they've been off. They ever since the DDoS that happened back in May. It's completely thrown off the schedule. So the timing for these things that I had in the past is no no longer in the works. Like it doesn't even make sense because these were available on August 2nd. Now, I, I don't know. These could have been the July 26th patch ones. These could have been the July 28th. I just I don't know anymore when these are supposed to be actually coming out because originally we were supposed to have uh, June 14th, June 28th july 12th july 26th 
August 9th, which is technically tomorrow as the time we're recording this, and then August 23rd, September 6th, and uh, September 20th. So I, I really, I have no idea if this is, if, if, if we're going to be getting more of these in the, in the future, like how, how many more actually, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll do you the, the favor. I'm going to take a quick look and see if I can find out when the next one is, uh, or, or how many in we've got, cause we've got quite a bit, um, right. Oh God. The, yeah. The Ruby splash tail stuff is, is horrendous. So we've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and now eight which means that we now have one, two, three, four drops left. So there's four drops left coming to uh, the the Twitch gaming, which means that that would be August 9th, which is probably not going to happen. It's probably going to get pushed out uh, August 23rd, September 6th, and September 20th. So if I had to guess, I would say that we're probably going to get the next four uh, up until the beginning of October, since this has kind of been pushed out because of those DDoS attacks. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you're heading over to Twitch Gaming. If you have Amazon Prime, take a look at the rewards. Make sure you're heading over to the Prime Gaming uh, website. Get yourself logged in. Make sure your Sea of Thieves account is uh, locked in as well so you get all the stuff. And you too can earn some really hideous, absolutely hideous cosmetics uh, with a couple good emotes. So... <laughs> That's all I that's all I've got for that. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up that I wanted to make sure you all were aware of. Again, we do have the Twitch drops coming soon. Those are starting, I believe, uh, next weekend. I think that's next weekend. Um, and we're getting no, I'm sorry. This was that was something else. There's actually something going on with the uh, Sea of Thieves drops. And uh, they were just celebrating. Oh, where was it? They're just celebrating 250,000 Discord members on the uh, Sea of Thieves Discord, and they were talking about some live events that are coming that I'm trying to find. So, uh, nope, those are already gone. I have no clue. What? My brain. I hate myself sometimes. I really do. Uh, but there are more Twitch drops coming. I will probably let you know about those or just listen to last week's episode when I mentioned what the actual dates were and I actually remembered what they were, unlike right now i'm an idiot last thing i wanted to touch on is the sea of thieves shot contest uh this one again is ending on august 11th if you're listening to this as of recording you've only got a couple more days to be able to try and get those golden hour sales i have not been participating in these as much as i should i just for whatever reason i just can't seem to get the shot that i want I can't come up with a good idea for some of these. And I've been waiting for one where I'm just like, you know, you snap my fingers, slap my knee, raise my hand up to the sky and says, I got it. I got it. I know what I want for this one. I know what I want. And I and I go out and get that photo and actually submit it. Uh, hope, hopefully in the attempt to actually win it. I don't know that I'll actually win it, but that's okay. Ahoy there, pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any 
two VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer, you'd like to save money on games. It's one of the benefit of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time. And if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means the world to me and I continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you. With that, Pirates, let's get back to the show. Next thing on today's docket, I wanted to bring up something that hasn't been brought up in over a year and a half, and that is because I'm really excited to see it happening again. And that is the Roaming Meg. And you may be wondering if I'm talking about a Megalodon in Sea of Thieves. I'm not. I'm actually talking about a specially commissioned Twisted Princess plushy Megalodon. And you may be wondering, what am I talking about? A Megalodon, a plushy Megalodon. That isn't a thing. It is totally a thing. It was talked about with Dread Pirate Doug. It has been mentioned in the past. And if you've been listening, you definitely know what I'm talking about. But there are adorable, absolutely adorable Twisted Princess megalodon plushies available on etsy if you want to know i'll see if i can find a quick link for them to throw in the show notes but there was a specially commissioned one that has uh the rare logo on its dorsal fin i don't know if it's actually called a dorsal fin for them or not i'm pretty sure it is but the roaming meg is back things have lightened up enough in america that some people who are vaccinated who are trusting themselves and not having to worry about other you know coconut fevers and stuff like that are out there with the rowing meg and this time it was the crew of outlaw streamers that had a meetup at the beginning of august and it was it's awesome it was so great to see so many people getting together to celebrate sea of thieves to have fun getting together and actually doing something for a good cause and they actually went out and raised twenty seven hundred dollars for stack up uh the other day to have just a huge shout out for for them raising money it was coordinated from woodrow jenkins who if you don't know is a really really good uh sea community member they've been out there streaming full-time for a while uh he's got a fantastic beard and really nice hair very jealous of that um, but th- he's been out there streaming Sea of Thieves for a long time. And the the members, uh, I, I can't say the name of the the, the coalition, but the, the coalition that they have uh, all got together. They all um, used the the opportunity to sign the uh, sign-up sheet. Or actually, it's a sign-in book for those that were actually there. And uh, it was really nice to see a whole bunch of them. It looks like there was probably at least... Uh, more than a dozen, two dozen people all together hanging out, uh, sharing some some love for Sea of Thieves. And I can't wait to see where it's going next. I know that there's some stickers going out to the participants. So if you want to know more, head over to Twitter and look for slash Meg Roaming. Uh, I will have a link in the show notes for that as well. And that way you can see if the Megalodon is going to be coming in your area. You can actually follow the Roaming Meg hashtag on Twitter to see if uh, there's there's photos of people sharing. And maybe it's something that you actually want to do. Maybe you want to host an event where you can actually have the Megalodon 
uh, visit your town and be the host for it. Have people come hang out if it's safe, you know, make sure everything's okay. Make sure you're out there being safe and whatnot. And uh, share some love for Sea of Thieves with the Roaming Meg. Get some photos and then share those photos with the rest of the community. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it's going. It's great to see that things are getting in a situation where they are going to be moving or the Roaming Meg is going to be roaming once again. Uh, she's been hanging out in one one place for so long. It was it was almost it was kind of scary to think that it was just never going to happen uh, because I think there's a really good plan for the roaming Meg at one point. And I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait to actually see like the end result of this. I, I kind of know what it is. I don't want to spoil it, uh, but I'm really excited to see the the end state for this roaming Meg. So uh, I'm going to leave notes in the show or uh, links in the show notes for you. If you want to jump on that, if you want to uh, be part of this different community event, it's a, it's very isolated in the sense that we want to make sure everyone's being safe. So uh, definitely make sure you're getting in touch with the roaming Meg Twitter account to see if it's okay to see what's going on and to see if you're in the right area for this to actually happen. All right, so a couple quick things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, it looks like this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because I'm still in the planning phases for a project that I'm working on for the podcast. Uh, I've got a guest that I'm locked in for next week's episode, uh, which I believe is going to be Falcor, uh, who's going to be joining me for next episode. And on top of that, we're actually going to be doing the Sea of Thieves uh, Kill Hall Community Movie Watch Along. Uh, I believe that is going to be on august 14th on 11 a.m pacific time and we're going to be watching the fifth and final pirates of the caribbean film together that's going to be something that is done in the discord if you want to know how to join up head over to the show notes you'll see links for that and you can join in during that time uh, or the respective time zone that you're in to hang out watch the film comment enjoy it some folks probably haven't seen it some folks definitely have and i'm sure everyone's got some thoughts on there but we want to kind of get together and just spend some time with each other uh, i think after this we're going to be swapping over to a patron exclusive because i can i can actually relegate the the age limit for that and uh, doing some uh, black sales watch through i think we're going to do that uh, maybe pick up some other piratey films if you guys have an idea of some pirate films that you'd want to stream in the discord to to kind of share with everyone else we may be doing some stuff like that like hook or uh muppet treasure island um things like that to kind of keep this going because it's been nice watching the pirates of the caribbean films uh especially considering this started back in may when we didn't know at the time that they were going to be bringing a pirate's life to the game so it was just kind of fun. It was a fun thing that I, I kicked up and I thought it'd be great to sit down and watch the films with uh, the community and just have some some fun since we can't really, you know, go to a movie theater and do it all in person, given how everyone's across the world. And this was just a really fun way to do it. So uh, we're going to be finishing up the, the uh, I don't know what a, a number of five films, the series. We're going to be finishing up the series with the fifth film, and that is going to be on August 14th. Uh, again, uh, pending any changes to our schedule i'm going to have falcor on the next episode so if you have questions comments concerns uh you know bouts that you want to have with him let me know in the feedback and questions section for the actual uh discord server head over to the keelhauled uh discord server let me know what questions you have for falcor for that episode so i can uh have those for when we actually sit down to record <music> Hey, 
friends, uh, just wanted to give you a heads up. This next little bit of audio, for whatever reason, got a little out of sync. And when I tried to convert it into a mono sample, it really distorted it. So I apologize if it sounds a little weird, like you're kind of hearing double on both sides. Hopefully this doesn't come out too bad when you're listening to it. But I wanted to give you a, a heads up as to what was going on. But let's get into the next segment. Uh, after the segment is done, about halfway through, it kicks back over and it's back in sync. I don't know what happened, so sorry about that. Next up on today's docket, I put over on the Patreon an open public poll to talk about some of the different characters in Sea of Thieves as I dive deeper and deeper into the lore for each of the different actual characters. Uh, I put up four options this week and I wanted to give players an opportunity to pick and choose which ones they wanted. Didn't matter if you um, if you're an actual patron or not, as long as you had an account, you could actually vote on this. Uh, so it was between Lorena, Rathbone, Umbra, and Pendragon. And Pendragon won by one vote, uh, including all the people that talked to me prior. So I wanted to sit down and talk about Sir Arthur Pendragon, who, uh, believe it or not, is actually Junior much like uh, some other characters in Sea of Thieves. So, Sir Arthur Pendragon. Now, if you don't know who he is, uh, spoiler warnings for this, because I'm going to be diving into stuff that is in the Tall Tales, uh, as well as the comics that were revealed to us earlier this year. So, if you don't want to be spoiled on Seabound Soul or Heart of Fire, uh, now would be a good time to queue out, uh, check over to the show notes for any of the links that I mentioned. Otherwise, this is just going to be a quick little dive into who Sir Arthur Pendragon is. And uh, next week, we'll take some of the characters that uh, didn't get picked and add in a new one and see who wins on the, the next little bout. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to be doing these each week, but I figured since there was a little bit less time uh, to devote to actual Sea of Thieves news, now would be a good time to start Kind of diving into some of the different characters that are actually in Sea of Thieves that have some history behind them, much like I did with Molly in the last episode. So, who is Sir Arthur Pendragon? Well, he says, Allow me to introduce myself. Sir Arthur Pendragon, at your service, Captain of the Black Witch, though I'm afraid she and I have seen better days. This is from the Seabound Soul. So, Sir Arthur Pendragon is the Captain of the Black Witch. With the, If you've been over to Shipwreck Bay, you'll have noticed that the giant wreck that is over there is actually uh, the Black Witch, which, if you don't know, is a reference to an earlier game created by the company that would become rare limited uh production so sir arthur pendragon was the main character in the 1985 action adventure game black witch developed and published by ultimate play the game a British game developer company that would evolve into Rare. Uh, the game follows the aristocrat adventurer Sir Arthur Pendragon, who is trapped on the haunted Black Witch and must fight off skeletons while attempting to free the soul of its former captain, Richard Cavendish, which is actually the name of the uh, the person who coincides with the comics. If you got a chance to pick up the free comics through Comixology for CFE's Origins uh, for Sir Arthur Pendragon, dragon he actually sent goes out and actually seeks the black witch uh as an adventure finds cavendish and uh treats with him to not only free his soul and send him uh on his way but to take over the black witch and to head to the sea of 
uh, thieves so that Pendragon can continue on his adventures. Um, to dive into a little bit of the background, according to his journal, Pendragon was once a prince of an unknown kingdom. Uh, we found out that through the, the Origins comic that he is a junior, that his father was Sir Arthur Pendragon. And I do believe that the uh, game that was uh, published back in 1985 does in fact follow uh, Sir Arthur Pendragon Jr., which many of you probably have already put these two and two together. Arthur Pendragon is the name of King Arthur, uh, who is of the myth for the legendary Sword of Excalibur. Uh, so that's kind of the whole Sword in the Stone thing, which is uh, nice that he kind of has this, this champion's uh, title given to him by Madame Olivia uh, from the Order of Souls. Um, she has a sword of souls that she bequeaths to him so that he can help release trapped souls that are in some of the uh, relics and objects out into the world, namely skulls uh, and captains that have been trapped that need to be sent to the fairy uh, to meet up with the ferryman. Um, in this time, uh, Arthur Pendragon does end up going to the ferryman uh he visits him as a result of being trapped underwater and drowning and when he meets uh the ferryman he's kind of uh realizes that he's going to get sent back um and he kind of works out a deal with a ferryman he says you know I'll, I'll go back but my purpose isn't done and the ferryman says well you can help me out because there are souls that have not passed through here that are trapped in the sea of thieves and i can't leave the helm of this ship so i need someone in the sea of thieves to help bring back these souls so that i can send them on their way to their next place and pendragon agrees to this and is then sent back to the sea of the thieves or to the sea of thieves from the sea of the damned to continue his quest to free trapped souls this is where things get kind of sketchy because uh as pendragon is going about his life in the sea of thieves he comes across captain Greymorrow, who we've had encounters with and the ghost of Greymorrow is present at the fort of the damned when you invoke his summoning with the ritual skull and the flames of fate from the fairy of the damned uh gray marrow has the ability to seal souls into objects um during the last festival event in uh october of 2020 we ventured around to the seas and found out that it was gray marrow that learned the ability to trap souls into objects and a lot of the build rats that were out seeking adventure ended up running into gray Morrow, who then sealed their souls in these skeletons and never had an opportunity to meet with the ferryman to return so gray Morrow seals pendragon's soul in the painting of pendragon on his ship in the captain's cabin of the black witch so if you venture over to the shipwreck bay and you're looking to actually work on the seabound soul, you will come across the painting that he is trapped in. And thanks to the help of uh, Stitcher Jim, we'll just say Stitcher Jim, um, his soul is freed from that, and he's still lingering there, now trapped in Sea of Thieves. Um, the seabound soul has players finding Pendragon uh, now released from the cursed painting of his likeness in the captain's quarters um, and with his ritual sword is now uh, being tasked with 
freeing the souls of three captains. And you're able to find these captains after exhuming the, the coffin of the ferryman and taking the enchanted lantern from his coffin and going about the world to discover the fate of different uh, souls that are still trapped in the Sea of Thieves. So... Pendragon offers the players the chance to retrace the steps uh, and release the souls of three other cursed captains. The tall tale sees player crews going out and doing just that. Uh, the first of the three is actually Captain Martha. So Captain Martha uh, is seeking after, and there's not too much uh, to, to do with Captain Martha Jane, but she is uh, seeking the Ashen Dragon because apparently there's something of high value on this ship. And it isn't until she uh, actually meets up with Randall the Vandal or Captain Randall Stone that she uh, comes into the situation where she joins up in an alliance with him to continue hunting down the ship called the Ashen Dragon. It's at this point they have no clue what this ship means to the rest of the world, and we find out alongside them that this uh, ship is actually captained by the damned, by Ashen Lords, who are carrying the tomb or the coffin of uh, Captain Flameheart Sr. So... As they are approaching the Ashen Dragon, uh, the Ashen Dragon is uh, wreathed in flames. It is it is clear that they are captained by the dead, and Randallstone uh, leaves them. He turns about, he he runs away, and it is just up to uh, Captain uh, Martha Jane to try and take out this Ashen Dragon. However, her attempts are met in vain. She is quickly scuttled and killed, and her soul is trapped in her skull. Uh, you find the skull and take it to Arthur Pendragon. It's at that point that he releases the skull, and Martha Jane then tells the story, uh, her soul floating in air before eventually heading back to the Ferry of the Damned, that a ship of the damned wreathed in hellfire, what impossible treasure must it contain? My crew and I sought to know the truth. For six nights we sailed in pursuit of the Ashen Dragon. Countless times we thought we had lost the scent, only to spot her ominous flames on the horizon. On the third night we encountered Captain Stone and his crew, who also meant to hoard the fire ship's secrets for themselves. Grudgingly, they accepted our offer of an alliance. Finally, we saw our chance and struck. It was the last mistake of our lives. Our lust for wealth had blinded us to the true nature of our prey, skeletal pirates, who burned as though the flames of Hades were consuming them before our eyes. Upon witnessing the horrors we now faced, Stone and his crew turned tail and ran. Our plans were in ruins even before the Ashen Dragon turned and unleashed its cannons upon us. We were boarded in great numbers as our hull was shattered by cannon fire. There was no time for repair nor for escape as our world broke apart around us. My last hope is that Stone's cowardice may in some way return to haunt him. I shall carry that hope with me as we sink into our graves. Pendragon replies, It seems this mysterious Captain Stone is our key to hunting the Ashen Dragon. I'll preserve Jane's memories in my journal. They might give us a clue as to where we should head next. <laughs>
At this point, we are now using the Enchanted Lantern to track down Randall Stone's ship to find out what happened to the crew. Once we find the remains of the ship and the skull buried in the sand, we return to Pendragon to bring his stone to release his soul. Pendragon states, Bravo! Another trapped soul rescued from Purgatory's clutches. Allow my blade to do the honors. And as he releases the soul with his uh, sword of souls, Randall Stone's voice can be heard and says, yeah, yeah, I heard what you was calling me, Jane. Randall the Vandal ain't no coward, you savvy, but he ain't stupid neither. That fight was a lost cause and we both knew it. My ship may have been scuttled and me crews sent to the ferry, but I knew where the Ashen Dragon was heading next and where I could lie in wait. Those red hot skellies ain't half strong, though, and I got in a few good shots but he just kept coming. I had to run or I'd had been burned to cinders. Shame I didn't run faster. Maybe it's for the best though. I know the truth about that ship. I know who's aboard her and I know you'd have to fight through hell to reach him. Pedragon responds to this and says only one captain left to find. I'll add Stone's information to my journal so we can learn where the Ashen Dragon was heading. We've come too far to lose her now. We find the ancient skull which is in a coffin in the middle of the Devil's Roar on an island that really should have been left alone for a long time. And, Ken and Pendragon says whoever this soul Maybe the Ashen Dragon went to great lengths to hide them away. Stand back and I'll release them from their prison. This is when we find out that Flameheart Soul has been released. So thanks, Pendragon. He was tricked. He was tricked. It was Stitcher Jim who released him. Released him. It was our naivety that uh, helped him find this, this skull. And it is pretty much ours and Pendragon's uh, foolish faults of trying to do good. That ended up releasing uh, Captain Flameheart onto the Sea of Thieves. So if you're complaining about why Flameheart is in the Sea of Thieves, just remember it was our fault to begin with. Um, there's not too much else that really is kind of about uh, Pendragon. Um, there's a few entries in the journals. Uh, the Black Witch is mine, bequeathed to me by her former captain, whose soul I saved for its eternal torment. A fine reward if I am any judge. I shall sail her from the Dragon Skull Isle and set a course for the Sea of Thieves. Grand adventures await me there, I have no doubt, and I wish to meet them head on. Next entry is uh, number 17. Of all those I have encountered on my travels, few understand me better than the soul order of souls. They command my respect, and I have learned many of their ar arcane secrets. Today, Olivia surprised me with a gift, a sword of souls, she called it. The touch of its blade can free any spirit from the bones that bind it. It seems I am to be the order's champion of a sort. Moves on. Order uh, entry, excuse me, entry number 23. My new sword makes dealing with chattering cadavers mere child's play. Already I desire a greater challenge. That is why I am sailing in pursuit of the creature known as Grey Morrow, a fearsome skeleton lord. Rumor has it, he too has an interest in Order's secrets. He shall 
experience them firsthand as my blade splits his spirit from what remains of his cursed body. And then the last entry doesn't have a number and seems to be the last. Eternity. An infinity of moments cursed in canvas, or so it felt. Was I trapped for days? Years? I have no way to tell. It was the price I paid for my hubris. To be captured by Grey Morrow, forced to explain the binding ritual, only to then become its next victim? The shame I feel is indescribable as is being trapped in this phantom-like state i must atone i will atone the kindly stranger who freed me spoke of others whose spirits like mine have been trapped imprisoned in their own decaying remnants my lantern will guide me to them if i still had substance enough to carry it while i consider my options i shall make note of all the stranger told me i must not fail those poor wretches as i failed myself so there's a lot to be said about what part sir arthur pendragon has played in the sea of thieves he has essentially been the catalyst for Flameheart and what is to become of that in the future. It was great to have him come from the history of Rare and be brought into the Sea of Thieves in a very canonical fashion. Uh, I absolutely really love that about this character. Uh, he's really interesting as someone who is so very much like a chaotic good type character to me um, with the limited un understanding of, of D&D that I understand. He will do whatever he thinks is good, even if he doesn't uh, question the, the the comments or the, the suggestions of others. Um, he's constantly trying to find a way to do the right thing, even if it means uh, not heeding the warning of others or looking for red flags. He did end up getting the Black Witch from Cavendish. Uh, he sailed it to the Sea of Thieves and eventually met his uh, Cavendish's daughter in one of the taverns and had her join up with the crew. And she is uh, she was actually killed by Stitcher Jim along with the rest of the crew, something that Stitcher Jim boasts about in the Heart of Fire. Uh, he talks in the journals about how easy it was to take out the rest of the Black Witch crew and then seal their souls in the uh, chests of rage, uh, if I recall correctly. So I am curious to see where Pendragon goes from here. Uh, he is seen on the fairy, no, the Tavern of the Damned in the uh, Captains of the Damned tall tale for A Pirate's Life. Uh, Jack Sparrow is in the Tavern of the Damned and he is boasting about uh, something that he's doing in there and George and Rose as well as um, I believe Stone is in there. Oh, I'm blanking. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, he comes into the tavern and basically calls out Jack Sparrow for being a coward and telling him that if he was a real pirate, he'd get out there and finish what he started and not let uh, Davy Jones get away with that special treasure. Uh, he's then later seen in the Lords of the Sea tall tale where Pendragon is sailing the Black Witch and helping with the uh, with the downfall of the ghost fleet that Davy Jones has resurrected and eventually helping us uh, defeat Davy Jones uh, for now. We don't actually know uh, if Davy Jones will ever get out of the Fairy of the Damned. He is currently trapped below deck of the Fairy of the Damned and the ferryman is keeping him 
uh, there for the time being. I would assume that in the internum, uh, Pendragon is waiting for the uh, opportune time to come back to help us seal a soul. I think he's going to do the thing that is against what he has been doing this whole time. I think he's actually going to help us seal away the soul of uh, someone in particular who I think a lot of people are upset with uh, and hopefully will draw out Stitcher Jim so that at some point uh, we can see if Stitcher Jim has actually become a, a uh, Ashen Lord the way I think he has. And if that's the case, uh, we will need uh, to have Pendragon's help with getting rid of Stitcher Jim's soul at that point. I think it's going to be uh, incumbent upon us to defeat Stitcher Jim as an Ashen Lord. It'll be a really beautiful uh, fight. And as uh, Pendragon was freed from his canvas, uh, I believe that Stitcher Jim will be sealed away in some sort of object uh, so that he cannot do any harm and or be sent to the Fairy of the Damned or the Sea of the Damned where he can be watched over by the ferryman. It's unclear why in the journal uh, Pendragon states that the enchanted lantern is his when it is something that we exhumed from the corpse of the ferryman uh, atop Kraken's fall. I would love to understand their partnership more. I would love even more to understand uh, the ferryman and who he is, how he died, and how Ramsey knows him so well, and why it was with Ramsey's help that uh, he decided to become the ferryman and take on that burden to help bring pirates back from the dead to the Sea of Thieves, uh, where we are all immortal. That's it as far as information goes for Pendragon. Uh, I'll be putting up a new poll uh, shortly so that we can uh, dive into some other characters. If there's a character that you've been wanting to learn more about or to have me kind of uh, compartmentalize their history in an episode, let me know. I would love to get some more suggestions from you uh, since it's something you guys want uh, to actually jump into. I'm really glad that Pendragon was picked first because I actually really like this character, but I am looking forward to seeing what other characters uh, are picked or in, in the future since I'm kind of doing it by committee at this point. I want to see how everyone feels and what's the the more popular character and then go from there last item on today's docket first mate's log coming in from tn professor schlugenda lfa esteban grengar and i loaded a galleon that schlug had started and headed toward an active fort of the damned when we got close enough, we spied two sloops through the eyeglass and the cloud went down. We had the wind and blasted it at full speed. The two of us jumped off and got to the first sloop using their cannons to fire point blank into the second as Schlug and Hefe managed the galleon. The two sloops sank quickly and the fort was ours, but there was something odd. The fort was active again. The two crews had started the event again, stacking the loot in the fort before starting again. As we engaged the event, we saw the sloops coming back into the Fort of the Damned, so we disengaged and met them, sinking them again. This time we heard one of their crew tell us, We have all night. You'll regret this. To which I responded, It's a weekend. We've been looking for a fight. Bring it. 
We worked the Fort of the Damned in their return over and over, each time having a good fight. The Fort of the Damned fell, but the enemy had the key until one of them taunted Grengar and Hefe with it just after killing Grengar. Hefe ran his sword through him and took the key and jumped to our boat. Now, it was a chase between a galleon and two salty sloops. We were low on cannonballs, so we strategically fell back, gathering supplies as we made our way to the shores of gold. I jumped overboard as we sailed into the Red Sea and attempted a conversation with the two sloops. I found out that they had three Fort of the Dams stacked in the vault and now pleaded for the key. I said, we're all pirates here. Even if we came to an agreement, we would all likely betray each other at the end. The leader said, fair point. Most of the treasure has timed out now and it's only the current loot there now. Come out and give a chance. After some debate, our crew decided to place the key on an active skelly fleet and fight it out. The sloop raced in to find us and take the key again. It was at this point a well-placed firebomb sailed through the air and landed on their boat. It immediately blew up and I heard, you had to use a firebomb when we had two kegs on board. They tried once more to get us after we loaded the Fort of the, loot, or Fort of the Damned loot aboard and lost again before we sold it all. The gold per minute wasn't strong, but the story was. It sounded like a great adventure, something that probably lasted well into the two to three hour mark, which if you ask me is kind of bare uh, par for the course for, for most forts. I can't believe that they actually weren't uh, paying attention to their ships though. It's really surprising to me when crews get so confident that they can handle anything that they're willing to stack more than one fort of the damned on uh, in, in the actual fort. Why not just actually bring most of it down to your ship load up your ship or at least put it all in one spot and then use the kegs from that uh, fort on the next uh, fort summoning. But to do two in a row uh, and, and lose out on all of that and only to try and keep coming after it, kudos to the Salty Slopes for continuing to come back. I think uh, most people, after losing that much treasure, would probably give up and uh, not too many pirates go after that kind of thing again. And shout out to the uh, crew, Professor, Schlug, Hefe, and Grengar for sticking it out on the galleon, doing a great job. It sounds like you really used all of your uh, your your faculties to out sail out fight uh and take out two uh sloops who probably were on the same page as far as uh numbers go and really just amazing story thank you for sharing it if you have a great story like that and want to share it with the community through the podcast, uh, I always welcome the stories in the First Mates log. There is a channel dedicated for that in the Keel Hall Discord. You've been hearing me talk a lot about the Discord tonight. It's not on purpose. There's just there's not much news to really cover. So I'm using the community to help kind of uh, talk about some of the fun stuff that's going on because at this point, it's it's kind of the community stories that keep the game going. It's it's what these adventures bring to uh, the table that really give people an opportunity to have fun, to have those memories, to have those moments. And I really love it when you do get these really awesome stories. So kudos to you crew for uh, sticking with it, for fending them off for so long as you did and managing to get all of the, the loot from it as well. Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, hopefully the little bit longer episode makes up for last week. There still isn't a whole lot of information to cover, but I did find some stuff to talk about. Uh, next week, again, we're hopefully having, uh, you know, pending schedule changes. Uh, uh, not Flameheart. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Falcor 
both F names, sorry, uh, Captain Falcor is going to be joining me. So make sure you give me your questions, comments, concerns, all of them that I can share with him as we jump into next week's episode. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns not pertaining to Flameheart or not Flameheart. Oh my gosh, I did it again to Falcor. Uh, let me know in the in the uh, the Discord or hit me up on Twitter at CAPT underscore L-O-G-U-N. Uh, I just rolled over 1700 followers on that so thank you so much for following me i had a lot of people follow uh the podcast as well for the pirate's life it's been great for the podcast it's been great for the game i'm hoping that a lot of those new people are learning to to play the game and, and kind of going back and listening to older episodes to find out some of the history of the game as well too um if you have any stories that you want to share but you don't want to be on discord to do it you can always email me as well too you can always email me your questions uh your stories things like that things that you saw that were cool uh send those over to the podcast email which is cappedlogan at gmail.com that's l-o-g-u-n not l-o-g-a-n uh i'm just it's weird that way sorry um and pirates with that i think that's gonna do so uh thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you on the sea of thieves Escapades. That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.